This is Wanda Ellett. The following is a podcast of Your Career is Calling. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and to listen live to Your Career is Calling Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on Ryder University's 1077 The Bronx, online at 1077thebronc.com, or via our free Android and iPhone apps. Search and download WRRC1. That's W like Wanda, R like RR like Robert, C like Charlie, the number one. I hope you enjoy this week's edition of Your Career is Calling. Hello, this is Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda Ellett from G45 Consulting is ready with her panel of guests to give you all the information you need about finding your career or furthering your career. No matter where you are on your career path, Wanda Ellett has the tips and tricks you need to succeed. Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Ryder University. Let's pick up the line with Wanda Ellett from G45 Consulting for your career is calling only on 1077 the Bronx and 1077thebronc.com good morning you are listening to your career is calling this is wanda ellett live in the killarney public house studio at Ryder university's radio station 1077 the Bronx and online at 1077thebronc.com proudly ranked the best college radio station in new jersey per new jersey broadcasters association your career is calling is the first radio show of its kind helping both students and seasoned professionals to manage their businesses and their careers as a business uh the ceo of me inc i'm here for the next hour and very eager to take your calls at 877 877- 900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Behind the glass today producing our show is Ryder University's uh, intern, Bobby Negoescu. Yay, Bobby! And um, he's fabulous. I feel bad. He's, he's, he's under the weather a little bit today. He lost his voice, but he's such a trooper, and he's here. He's just really fabulous. And today, I am very excited to have with me in the studio. I've been following your, your Instagram and, and, you know, just with Facebook and stuff. I'm some of your motivational things for a while. Uh, I have Sandy Sarami. Sandy. Uh, good say Sandy Sarami. Right? Sandy Sarami. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Some people call it Sarami. I've heard a lot of different variations over yeah. the years. Yes. But you're a Jersey guy, it seems. I'm a Jersey guy. So it's Sarami. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I hear Charami, Sarami. So. Oh, Charami. That's exactly. kind of neat because I guess Italian. Yeah. What nationality is it? Uh, it's Italian, yeah, yeah it's Sicilian. Yeah, it's Italian, The Sicilian with red hair. I, you know, everybody looks at me funny when I say I'm Sicilian, but it is what it is. No, I have a little bit of lot, everything. there's a lot of blonde, blue eye Italian. Yeah, well, in northern Italy, yeah. for sure. And I have a little Napoledon in me as well, yeah. and I have some a Dutch Napoledon. and a little Irish, so... <laughs> Hence, the, oh, wow. hence the ginger, right? As my wife would love to hear. Wow, that's pretty neat. That's yep. pretty cool. My dog's a ginger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm very excited to have Sandy with me. He is really, he's just very motivational. And, and you know, if you can follow his Instagram, uh, it's very exciting. And also you have the sandysarami.com. Yep, sure. Um, and, and you're just, just really fabulous. And now you're starting to branch out and do more of the, uh, the podcasts. Yep. And, and you're doing, let me tell tell you a little bit more here I, you have to open up <laughs> yeah no worries no worries yeah we are actually we've we've made a concerted effort um i've got a great team of people that i'm working with right now um uh, you know working with uh, shannon stites over at big fish 360 uh oh, my, yeah. my cohort in crime double d deshaun drummond and uh my producer uh bill capone i call him hollywood i've known yeah. him for close to 25 years and wow. uh we're calling him Hollywood for all 25 of those years, and the name is now uh, applicable, you know, more so than ever, because he's the man behind the camera for us. So Wow, yeah. that's really, and it's nice to have the people that you trust and the people that you've known and uh, just, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, having, having your crew and your people. It's been, um, I think, a hallmark 
of, of uh, how I've lived my life personally and professionally is I like to surround myself with people that I enjoy spending time with. And right. so if we're going to do something different, exciting, and fun, I want to do it with people that I, I enjoy. And so I've had a great opportunity to do that over the last couple of months. Wow. Well, let me read you his his, his profile. Uh, Sandy Cerami, his uh, thing is that he grows people and uh, to help you. He helps pe- companies and people grow to grow their profits. Um, he helps people and companies. Oh, I lost you again. That's all right. Uh, how do I do this? Uh, you want me to ad lib for you? Yeah, so- just ad lib. Tell us. Well, <laughs> the, oh, tell us. Wait, hold on. Let me tell people. So if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, previously, I've been doing the show for about six years. Mm-hmm. And if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, basically what we would do initially was, you know, we had people come on and talk about different things sure. like interviewing, networking, you know, the traditional speak mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then um, about a year ago, last year, what I did was I did 52 career lessons. And every week, everybody would come on and talk about what was your biggest career lesson. So hoping to inspire people, you know, like, how did it, how did you learn this? I and love how it. did you get to where you were? And then this year, what we're doing is overcoming obstacles. So I was very excited to have you join me, yeah. you know, today, because I think you're very inspirational. And it's all about, like, get out of your own way. Oh, no question. And, it's it's you know, the biggest challenge for all of us. You know, uh, I talk about the six-inch space. All right? mm-hmm. My podcast is called The Six for a reason. Uh, I talk about the six inch space in between your ears. You know, that's, I just got that. Duh. Right? Well, well, listen, I've got to do a better job of branding, obviously, Wanda. But the truth is that, you know, that can be the most fertile ground in the world and it yeah. can be the most dangerous minefield you've ever uh, yeah, walked through. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I like to help people work on the six inch, six inch space in between their ears because I myself had challenges, uh, you know, going through uh, some difficulties over the last 15 to 20 years, multiple different times, but uh, having a rubber butt, you know, being able to bounce back up again and, and reinvent. I never heard that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. My father used to say the rubber tree plant, Yeah, yeah. you know, and he used to get me rubber tree plants all the time. And then he would be like, you have to, you know, that the whole, you know, the, uh, the rubber the ant, tree plants, the, plant, the, ant, the plant, and the guy, the like... other Italian with blue eyes uh, <laughs> from Hoboken, <laughs> uh, Frank Sinatra, Francis <laughs> Albert, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, he would always talk about that, like, you know, just be like the rubber tree plant. And no matter how hard you get kicked, you know, you get up. You just Absolutely. Get, he would yeah. always say, get the F up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was for you, Gary V. <laughs> right? Wanda. Dropping them. <laughs> the F ball. I didn't drop it, drop it's okay. it. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> but that's what my dad would say, yeah. you know, not just well, get up. It's funny. Get the F up. Exactly. But that's, to be honest with you, that's the voice that you need to hear in your head when you do go through a challenge or a difficulty. It's like, get the F up. Yeah. Because nobody's got time to sit around and worry about you. You got to worry about yourself. Yep. Right? And nobody has more of a vested interest in you huh. than you. Best investment uh, and I repeat this over and over and over again on my podcast when I'm doing training and consulting is um, the best investment you can make is in yourself. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, and the best return that you could ever hope for is making an investment in yourself. And it's not even listening to other people, you know, because they can, you can be snipe, up, subject yeah. to negative influence of other people. <laughs> and, no doubt. And, and, you know, and they can really get in your head, get in your heart and really make you believe whatever. If you surround yourself with people who are negative, they're going constant, to constantly feed you that. Well, and that's what you're eating. That's funny because you and I have on our wrists right now <laughs> uh, a nice I'll little bracelet. I'll take a bracelet. picture of you guys for uh, you guys later. <laughs> and, and you see step up to stand out and be yep. genuine to win. These are two yep. messages uh, that I want to bring to the marketplace because I think what I see out there right now is people would rather be cool 
than be exceptional at something. Mm. And that has a lot to do with what you just said, where they're allowing negative influences and worrying about what other people think or say about them uh, versus taking the time to be really, really bad at something mm -hmm. so they can ultimately become really, really good at it. And people are afraid to put themselves out there very often because they don't want to look foolish, make an idiot out of themselves. But the truth of the matter is, is that you spend the rest of your life sitting on the sidelines, getting ready to just get ready and yeah. do nothing, you know. Uh, and that, I want to inspire people to take action and to not worry about what anybody else thinks. Yeah, you just can't. And you have to listen to your gut, because even if you think that, you know, other people like they're telling you, oh, this is the way to go. This is the way to go. But in your gut, you say, no, you yeah. got to listen to your gut and be true to yourself. And in here it says, you know, be genuine to win. That's yeah. one of the hashtags The be genuine and the number two win. Yep. And um, I, I think that's very, very true. So I'm sorry, we didn't get to your to to your, you know, your background, like your. You so. Know, you would talk about, you yeah, know, tell us a little bit about you, how, how this whole thing yeah, how developed did we get for here? me. Um, this is a great question. So, you know, I grew up in uh, the automobile business, the retail automobile business. My grandfather uh, started a Pontiac dealership back in 1957. Wow. Um, and yeah. Amazing story in and of itself. I wish we had the kind of time today to tell that we story. Can go back. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, what I'd love to tell that story because it, it's a story of a man with, you know, barely a sixth grade education who became a wild success in his life. And, and then my dad uh, succeeded him wildly successful t for two decades in the car business with a Pontiac dealership, grew it to where we had Pontiac GMC and Isuzu. Um, and I knew at a very early age what I wanted to do. When I was four, five, six years old, I would be going into the dealership. And uh, at that time, I was busy on Saturdays watching cartoons and feeding my face with crackers and soda. Yeah. Uh, but I'd <laughs> run into the shop every once in a while and do a little bit of work so I could justify being there. But I loved being around the dealership. And um, it was an incredible environment for me. You had um, a number of them. We had one dealership. That was it. That was it. Just it just one seemed dealership. like there was a lot of them. I always saw the name around. <laughs> we didn't everywhere. have enough, you know, truthfully. Really? I just saw the name everywhere. Well, we sold a, a lot of cars. Uh, I will tell you that, that um, and this, you know, I go back into the, the 80s. Branding. Uh, prior, it's, it is, no doubt. <laughs> you know, go back into the 80s before Honda was Honda and Toyota was Toyota. And yeah. there was no such thing as Lexus, Acura. Right? Yeah. Those, it was, the, uh, yeah, that's true. It was those more brands the dealership. didn't even exist, right? Hyundai, yeah. Kia, they weren't even brands in the business. Oh, so yeah. when it became more competitive, uh, sadly, two of my three brands went by the way of the Dodo Bird. You don't see those running around anymore. They're mm -hmm. gone. They're extinct. Um, and, and so let me, let me digress for a second. I spent a lot of time growing up in the business, worked there throughout you know, my entire junior high school and high school years. If I wasn't involved in a sport, then the deal with my dad was you got to be working. Um, and I did everything, you know, in the store. I had the good fortune of, of my dad who passed away just about two years ago. I'm sorry. Uh, no, thank you. I miss him uh, tremendously uh, every day. I think about him every day uh, because He's he left. you every day. He is. He really is. I'm wearing his ring right now, which He's is cute, um, yeah. my prized possession. I got to be honest with you. Me too. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. There's those little things. Because when, when I'm thinking and I'm, I'm self-auditing, a lot of times I'm looking at that ring going like, you know, there's lessons that dad left me with. And one of them was to bury the ego. And, yep. and to not be afraid to roll up the sleeves and do some hard work. Exactly. And so ultimately, um, I started out, literally the first thing I ever did was clean the bathrooms at the store. And uh, I didn't, didn't really want to do that. I wasn't thrilled with that opportunity when he handed me the, the mop and the uh, cleaning supplies. But I understood later on how important that was for him to start me out there. Yep. And I had a chance to work throughout the entire operation uh, growing up. And then it came time to graduate high school. Um, and I kind of slept, walked my way through high school, to be honest with you. I, my son is at Bergen Catholic right now, which is my alma mater. And 
uh, we recently met with his college counselor, and, and uh, I said, you're not going to pull up my transcripts, are you? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose that battle all day long. I, I barely got out of high school. Uh, I think they just passed me just to get me out of high school, uh, ultimately. And I went to college, and uh, I was on the Blue Tarski Scholarship Program sponsored by Anheuser-Busch. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but... Uh, no, I'm uh, thinking Blue Tarski. I'm yeah, like, Animal House, know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. We're there. <laughs> yeah, so after about a year in University of Rhode Island, and they couldn't take a joke. Uh, they asked me never to come back oh. again, and I think it was. Were you on double secret probation? Oh, t- triple, <laughs> and and it was never come back. Like with bold, triple underlined, all caps, never come back here again. Oh my um, god! I did violate that agreement. I took my son back there to see the campus because he's about ready to go to college. Uh, I, I, looking over my shoulder with every step that we took. Uh, but thankfully, oh. it was it was uh, not during the session, so there were just a few students running around, uh, and I was able to uh, to get on and off campus without being arrested by the campus police <laughs> again. <laughs> Anyhow, so I, I ended up uh, was going, it over when the jo- no teasing. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up going back home, and while all my friends are in college, I'm now back at the dealership working. Now I had the intention I was going to go back and. And sell cars, because uh, yeah. that's what I really enjoyed. That's your blood. That was it. I couldn't wait to do that. Yeah. And those were the heroes for me, Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. growing up. Uh, I used to wash their cars as a kid, and so I, I couldn't wait to get started there. And when I went back, my dad says, all right, you know, you start on Monday. And he says, go see Al, who was our service director. I said, Al, what about Ed? He says, no, no, no. You're going back into the shop. You're going to go, and you're going to prep new cars as a technician. You're not going on the showroom floor. Uh, your deal was you had to graduate college. And it was a real kick in the gut, I have yeah. to be honest with you. But there was a lesson and a, a method to the madness. Yep. And uh, and so ultimately, I went back and worked my way through the service end of the business. And I did ultimately get on the showroom floor uh, to sell and then you know migrated my way through a number of different chairs in the business uh, at that point in time. Your dad um, and my dad sound like they were the same ilk. Yeah. You know, yeah, that it's old just school, like, like that just, old school. And where are you going? What do you think you're doing? Uh, no question. <laughs> no question. And he wasn't a, a real, he wasn't a real disciplinarian. He yeah. was the guy that like, he gave you enough rope to hang yourself. Uh-huh. And then when you hung yourself, you know, he'd swing you around a few times just uh, to let yeah. you know that the noose could get tighter. <laughs> um, but he always taught me a lesson, yeah. you know, and, and he did it from a perspective of love and caring, and he, and he did it the right way. He could have uh, the, an unbelievable temper, yeah. but at the end of the day, he always came back with a hug to follow it up. Like, he never left me in the mess, yeah. right? He allowed me to get into the mess, but never left me no, there. No, my father would be there, and I'd be like, he'd be like, uh, so what are you going to do now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make you think a little uh, bit, hey, right? Well, we, 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 you know. That's that's that's, that's prom. Yeah, oh, no doubt. In case you haven't figured it out, that's not good, right? Yeah, like, yeah. what are you gonna do about that? Yeah. You know, and, and you're sitting there like, huh? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Hello, can you help me? No can you doubt. throw me a little line? Can you? Nope. And he'd be sitting there. And thank God for him. You know, oh my God. God you know, because and like you said, you learn thinking you learn disaster like okay so what's the plan how mm-hmm. can i you know you're assessing the situation coming up with creative ideas yeah. to to assess and you know like what am i going to do about this what exactly is happening and how can i move forward oh yeah no doubt you know and that's it seems like and my father also taught me too like you talk to the guy who cleans the toilets just the way you do the, the oh my god the company yeah. absolutely you no know? question I mean, that person is is getting through life just the same as the rest of us yeah. at the end of the day so 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, they're, they're the same. You are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett with the amazing, inspirational, phenomenal Sandy Sarami. You and left out devastatingly charming, handsome, and funny. That too. I mean, come that on too. Now, Wanda. That too. <laughs> <laughs> and we are live in the Killarney Public House Studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Uh, Sandy is phenomenal in sharing some of his background. We haven't learned the obstacle yet, but uh, we'll get into that. Oh, we're coming next. to it. It's coming. And um, we'll be right back after a short break. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can, and you've called back just in time. Let's hop over to the other line with Wanda Ellett so she can go over all the career, networking, and resume building advice you need to succeed in your career. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. To each other down there. <laughs> We're back. I'm sorry. We're having such a great time here in the studio. We're talking about Petey, you know, and on the show, if you've listened to the show, my dog Petey, he's, uh, he just turned 16 and uh, he's something else. He thinks he's Tony Soprano and we were talking about dogs and all kinds of things. We're having a blast here in the studio, but we're back. Uh, this is Wanda Ellett live in the Clarity Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx and online at 1077thebronc.com. And today I'm here with the amazing Sandy Cerami and... And uh, we are take your, taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. So we haven't gotten to, we got your background yep. and you were going to college and working for your father. Well, I wasn't exactly going to college. I had okay, enrolled. Okay, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's I forgot about the, the part where you actually had to go to college uh, and do the work. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, I, I came back and, and that really uh, started my career, you know, uh, in terms of, of the retail auto business. And I had the opportunity and it was, it was kind of just filling a, a little bit of a vacuum at that point uh, because my dad had taken a bit of a step back and uh, throughout the course of my 20s, I had the great, uh, great fortune to... And that was a great um, time. It was, it was a very good time. I mean, when I first got into the business, it was a little tough, you know, when interest rates... I say this now, and and some of the folks out there that are too young to even know or remember, interest rates at that point in time were like 18, 19 percent to buy a car. Yeah. Okay. And so when I hear them clamor and and, um, cry about it today when I'm with clients, and they say, oh, the. And it was a crazy time, too, with job market was kind of crazy. No doubt. It was. was, We had just come off of the Reagan high. Yeah. Right. And we were in, you know, uh, Bush one. And uh, it was it was tough times, you know. It was a tough time, and I had an opportunity to learn the business the right way under uh, the tutelage of a guy by the name of Ed Abrazizi. Uh, I can't say that ten times fast. <laughs> uh, we used to call him Eggs Over Easy just to break oh his chops God, a little bit. That's so funny. But Did he get mad? No, no. Okay. Ed had a uh, he's got what a great sense of humor. Like <laughs> I still see him today all the time. Uh, I pop in and see him. Uh, had a, a tremendous influence on me. Um, and so I had the chance to learn the business. I went and learned uh, through the NADA Dealership Academy. Um, oh, wow. There is such a thing? There is such a thing. Oh, my wow. gosh. And, and it's a big deal. It's uh, the General Dealership Management Program. I learned the business of the business at that point. Yeah. Uh, I also learned the scope of the business. And that set me on a path where I ran the store for a couple of years. And my grandfather passed away in 2001 oh, and uh, just before 9-11. Um, and it was, it was a, that was probably one of the two most difficult points of my life professionally at that point. Uh, there was some divergent philosophies uh, in terms of you know, where the business was going to go uh, amongst family members. Now, and was, so your father, was your grandfather still kind of involved in it? <laughs> He'd tell you no, but yes. <laughs> 
uh, you know, he went. He, I'm not involved. He showed Liar. up every day. He, he would show up every day. Uh, That's awesome, though. It was. I had a great chance to have lunch with him on a regular basis, so I had the chance to, to learn. And you had a relationship knee. with him. Yeah, and I had a ch- chance to learn the knee of the master, if you will, uh, and my dad. And, and unfortunately, the two of them were like oil and water. They didn't get mm-hmm. along, so it was it was monkey were in the middle for me. They were. Hmm, that's a great question. Uh, yes and no. That's the best yeah. answer I can give you. They had such uh, similar personality traits. Their backgrounds were much different. Yeah. Um, and their but he perspectives. Probably the pieces that were like your mom probably drove your grandfather crazy. Well, uh, so my grandmother. Your grandmother yeah, my grandmother was very protective of my dad, uh, rightfully so, because my grandfather could be really tough. Yeah. Um, and and I had to play referee very often. It was a yeah. difficult spot, but. Um, there again, another lesson. Another lesson. Another yeah. skill set. Well, yeah. What what ended up happening when you know after he passed away is we lost our um, manufacturer relationship, our lender what? relationship. There was lawsuits flying back and forth. It was a tough time, and and quite honestly, I don't look back on it with any uh, uh, level of dissatisfaction. To be honest with you, I was meant to go through that. Yeah. Uh, and I married the right person. Like I found Yay. an amazing, amazing person. Uh, my wife Mary. Um, thank God for her. Uh, and honey, if you're listening right now, I love you and uh, tell the kids I love them too. But, but Mary ultimately was the one who, when I sat down and said, I really want to buy the dealership, um, but this is going to be a process and it's going to be a lot of sacrifice. She looked me right now and I said, like, let's do this. There wasn't any hesitation wow. on her part. Um, and so the That's two of us, it, it really is That's we, a huge, blessing. incredible. We couldn't do it otherwise, unless yeah. the two of us are on the same page. Um, United, at, you stand. Divided, you fall. No question about it. And um, and, and we're like that, you know, today, 20 years later. Wow. Uh, we were just recently married at that point. Uh, we had purchased the house, and we made the decision to sell the house, take the equity in the house. Wow. Liquidate, liquidate her uh, 401k, uh, take virtually all of our savings, and pour it into purchasing the assets of the dealership so that we could now be the dealer principal. Wow. And uh, it was it was a big decision. I, I look back on it today and I say I made a lot of mistakes. I did. Um, borrowed money personally, right, mm-hmm. to, to get the deal done. Paid interest only for a couple of years, which was, um, you want but to talk about. But you had to do what you had to do. We did what we had to do because I had a dream. Yep. I had a dream to be a, a dealer uh, in my lifetime. Uh, and, and at that point, it looked like the only path that I could pursue. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that, in hindsight, is not really 100% true. I could have gone a different way. And, and we crawled through about 21 months of, of sewer pipe, if you will, for lack of a better way of putting it. Um, you know, a loss of confidence from our lenders, loss of the manufacturer relationship. We had to go back and repair all that over the course of 21 months. And uh, in February of 2003, uh, there's a picture of, of me signing my uh, dealer agreement with my wife, Mary, and my newborn son. He was maybe Ugh. a couple of months old at that point. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, we look back on that picture. He was sick in that picture. We didn't realize it until later on. He was he was sick enough that we had had him in the hospital for oh my about God. a week. But he's, he's fine now, thank God. Uh, and we had a great run. I will tell you that, you know, um, from 2003 to 2000, like mid-2007, things were fantastic. The business was making money. It was a great time again. It was a great time again. Yeah. The economy had, you know, jump-started again after 9-11. Um, and, and when we woke up in 2007, things did start to, to yeah. feel a little bit different, right? The economy, the economy was slowing down a little bit, <clears throat> pardon me. And 
you know, we know. Well, I think some of it was the effect. In in hindsight, I think that the effect too was was with the economic landscape of um, the effect of some of the mortgages and, and with the banks and Absolutely. how they were just throwing money around. Because yeah. sometimes I would look around at people going, "How can they afford that house? You're yeah. making nothing." Yeah. And they're not. They were, there was no money down. There was this. There was that. And I was working in financial it was services and fantasy in, you know, land. You know, yeah. from the AIG background, yeah. it was and fantasy I was like, land. What the heck is this? You know what I mean? And I'd be like having a heart attack. Some people would tell me. Like I'd look at their house and I'd be like, "How are you doing this? Yeah. You got to live within your means. You got to live, yeah. you know, do what you got to do." The yeah. big short, one of yeah. my favorite and I was, movies. I was there at, at you know, and J.P. Morgan yeah. like, during all that when we just acquired Bear reckless. Stearns. The word that it always was, comes it, to mind. It, it, it was completely reckless. Yeah, it was completely. But reckless. even like you know, with all these all those companies and all these Wall Street egos, mm-hmm. and I would say out of any of them, the least amount with ego was J.P. Diamond. Yeah, you know, no what question. I mean? But that's you know, there again, like your father's lesson. You know, yeah, no, no doubt. They, they were all around us. You know, uh, we did, you know, get to the point where I stopped taking a salary out of the business uh, throughout 2007, oh. 2008. Yeah. We're ripping through our savings at that point. But I, I my dad always said to me, you when you have people that are depending on you and and they work with your organization, you make sure they get paid. They have families to feed. Uh, they have bills to pay. They get paid first. And Simon Sinek wrote a great book called Leaders Eat Last. Wow. And um, my dad lived that. My dad espoused that theory early on with me. And I always heard him in my head saying, you got to pay your people first. You owe it to them. And so we went almost, you know, almost two years without a uh, a paycheck um, and just ripped through our savings. So, uh, you know, ultimately what we end up having to do, uh, which we'll get to, I think, in the next segment is... um, is a forced sale, if you will, for lack of a better way of putting it, just to put the pieces back together. And but, I, we're getting the signal from Bobby. You know, he, he's doing his job. He's giving me the cut. <laughs> the cut. <laughs> we could sit here and talk like I think for hours. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're just so fascinating. You were listening to your career is calling. This is Wanda Ellett, and I'm here with the amazing, wonderful, phenomenal Sandy Cerami, and we are live in the Killarney Public House Studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077, and again, that's 877-900-1077, and Sandy has, um, you know, we're getting to the obstacle of, you know, some of the changes within the economy and how it affected his business. And, you know, how he was able to survive and then thrive through all of that. Uh, we'll be right back after a short break. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. And you've called back just in time. Let's hop over to the other line with Wanda Ellett so she can go over all the career, networking, and resume building advice you need to succeed in your career. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. And we're back. This is Wanda Ellett, live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Today, I am here with the unbelievably amazing, like that's beyond amazing, <laughs> Sandy Cerami, and he has been sharing some great, he's been sharing such a great story about his life, and now we're getting into some of the obstacle that he's overcome, and uh, we are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. So we talked about like where you went to school about growing up in the in the industry yep. and and I'm telling you I thought that you guys had multiple uh, locations because I would see those license plate things oh yeah everywhere yeah you know I, thank God I still see them I always like say it's my dad winking at me when I see oh a God, license plate so frame or the sticker with uh, the Indian head on it um, you know that I always say it's my dad winking at me but 
to go back where we were, you know, in 2007, you know, because yeah. I know you lived it at AIG, the, the economy was just starting to kind of crumble a little bit. Uh, and yeah, at that point, I was at, where was I? I was at Morgan's you were at Morgan? Stanley. Okay. I was just, I was switching. I was going Morgan to Morgan, uh-huh. Morgan Stanley to Morgan, J.P. Morgan. Yeah, well, there was no place to hide on Wall Street in those no. days. Like, everybody the, the got tension, exposed. Everything was like, and people don't understand, like, with the AIG, like, some people will look back. I remember I had this, this back, this, uh... Not a knapsack, but, you know, like a, a overnight a bag, yep. you know, overnight bag that mm-hmm. was like AIG. And I never, I didn't, I refused, I couldn't use it. Yeah. Anything with AIG logo, you know, oh, even though yeah, I wasn't no there anymore because people were irate about it because they were saying, oh, how come they're getting this? But they didn't understand that would have sent the world into economic. Oh, no question. Listen, down, I, I have you know, a decline, a, a perspective on the GM bankruptcy proceeding that's mm-hmm. a little bit different, but. Um, you know, 2007, 2008, and, and I know things are not going the right way, you know, from a macro perspective in the automobile business, because yeah. I could, I could it see it. It was all over. I could see it. And uh, I remember calling my attorney, uh, one of my saviors, Joe Aboyan, Um Without him, I don't even know if I'm sitting here with you, to be honest with you. That man, wow. you know, shepherded me through some really tough times. But I called him on the phone, uh, standing in the back of our lot, staring at the building, uh, and, and almost in tears, just saying, Joe, it's time. It's time. We had somebody that had been pursuing us for years to sell them the property. I said, Joe, it's time. I, I just don't feel like uh, we're doing anything and, and making any progress. This is going, yeah, 2007. Ooh. It took us almost two years to put the deal together. And, and I'll give you a little perspective uh, and some context because I think it's critical. We finally strike a deal where everybody gets... Um, I guess what they need to say yes, because there were a lot of hands in the deal. General Motors, GMAC, my aunts, my dad, Mary and I, uh, and we strike a deal uh, early on. And I'm going to move the dealership and we're going to sell the property. So we have a chance to actually keep the dealership alive Wow! and and locate to Very a place strategic. where I could afford the rent factor because yeah. I was paying... Uh, seventy, almost seventy-one thousand dollars a month in rent. Uh, it was just to put the key in the door was seventy-one thousand just for the rent, on top of all the other fixed overhead. And so, uh, we strike the deal. We closed that real estate transaction in September of two thousand eight, when wow. <laughs> when Bear Stearns, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, Lehman Brothers go up in a puff of smoke, yeah. Um, and we're sitting in the closing room, and I'm just kind of crossing my fingers that we get through the closing and that that wire hits, you know, a couple yeah. hours later, which it did. Um, and now wow. I go to General Motors and, and we try and, and change locations unsuccessfully. And I strike a deal with them in November uh, of 2008 that they are going to actually compensate us for uh, our franchises and buy some of the fixed assets they've required to buy uh, through New Jersey statute wow. uh, and law. And on Black Friday of 2008, I had to walk into a 52-year-old business and tell about 60 employees that we were going to shut the doors December 1st. Um, Tough, really tough day. I'm so um, sorry. Yeah, but it was meant to be. I look back on it. It was it was one of the top two or three most difficult days in my life because I was I felt like I was crushing so many people. Yeah. Uh, I myself was mentally crushed. I, I was I was checking out in a lot of ways. Uh, Mary will tell you that I was it was I was going through depression at that point. That's like, but that took big guts. You uh, know, big huge guts. You know, to stand in front of that that crew. People that I cared about, people that I'd worked with, worked for. I worked for a lot of those folks uh, for years. was was very difficult. Um, but everybody, uh, with one with one exception, every single person uh, came up with an arm over my shoulder, a hug, thanked me. Um, I thanked them, uh, and it was an emotional time. And we just went through the liquidation process, and we waited around for General Motors to come 
in December, and they never showed. So I'm sitting with millions of dollars Again, worth of cars. It shows you had guts, and it's just like a lot of these people <clears throat> in these corporate positions and everything. Even I, I can say, like, having worked in corporate for so many years, yeah. it was just like they're cowards. Yeah, freaking cowards. Well, uh, bullies. Yeah. No, cowards. Th- there's a lot of those. There's no question about it. Um, I look back today and say it was meant to go the way that it went. Mm. Um, I went two months where I got we couldn't get a phone call. We couldn't get anybody to respond to Ugh. our uh, um, uh, overtures and. I'm sitting with millions of dollars worth of cars that I'm paying floor plan interest on, right? Ugh. And so we're burning through the available cash that we had at that point in time. And uh, we get to the point, you know, after they call and announce the GMBK in February of 2009, yeah. uh, and now I'm like reeling. Uh, Mary and I are running out of money quickly. I have two little kids. My daughter had been born at that point, my daughter Anna, wow. uh, my son Patrick. And uh, in, in May of 2009, I finally got General Motors to take the cars back. After they wow. had bled through all the cash that we had because I, like, I had really? to store them. Really, people? You yeah. know what I mean? You get so mad. Like, I'm mad for you. You know, because well, it's just like, but, you know, like you said, in hindsight, everything is as it's supposed to be. There's a plan. And, I go back know? to the decision that we made, though. And and as much as I want to point the finger at General Motors, GMAC, or, you know, family members of the it's economy the or five the fingers, Wall Street, one finger three this more way, pointing back three, at me. Yeah. Amen. You are not kidding. I look back and said, like, I made the decision. I was a big boy, and Mary was, a, was an adult. We made an adult decision to take a shot, mm. and it didn't work out. It's just the way that it is. And um, I did walk the earth like Kane from Kung Fu. Your younger listeners aren't going to even know what it is, but, you know, I did walk the earth having an experience, you know, for, you know, a couple of months until, I know, love Kung Fu. Yeah, it was a great show, right? I started my that's what I was doing. In I my was... head, every time I go to the mat, I'm Kung Fu. Yeah, well, I, I would get in the car, and I'd have no plan for the day. I'd be oh. driving around just looking. To, I was trying to run away from my circumstances. Yeah. Because I was Everything defeated. was so loud in your head, too. Oh, I was embarrassed. You couldn't drive anywhere. I heard everybody in, in the world out there, you know, he's a, he blew it, third generation. You know, he didn't know what he was doing. All the things, because people don't know the backstory. They don't yep. know all the things that you had to do to get there. They don't know what it's like to write the check and take everything you have and put it on the line. Yeah. Um, and so they're they're the ones that are your haters and yeah. they're naysayers. And, and I was allowing them to kind of fill up. my head. And I was renting that space out, that six-inch space. There it was. It was a minefield for me for about uh, the better part of almost a year. And um, I walked into the house one day, and I told Mary how bad it was. I mean, we were we were about six months into foreclosure proceedings for our house. Uh, we were overdrawn in all three of our checking accounts, the two business accounts, and our personal account. I sat in my car one day at $11 in my pocket. I, I mean, I had six singles wrapped by a $5 bill, and I pushed a little change drawer in my used car, and I saw about $3 worth of change, and I had a half a tank of gas, and that was it. And Mary said, you got to do something, because something is better than nothing. You're a smart person. And she said these words to me, I believe in you. Ugh. And and that is... Like, I have such a lump in my throat. Oh, that is like what? That's just like, that's gold. That uh, is like yeah, your no golden question. nugget, man. No question. I didn't, and I didn't believe in myself at that point. Yeah. And I I stole and borrowed her belief in me, and I went to the Starbucks in my town, and I wrote down a business plan for Applied Selling Dynamics. I didn't even have a name for the company. I just figured what I wanted to do was help the folks on Wall Street that were going to be uh, displaced and teach them how to sell and then place them in the automobile business. And that was the emanation of my business today. Wow. Wow. 
Oh, we gotta go. Oh, we gotta go to a break. I'm sorry. <laughs> Holy, no I'm just blown away. I'm like, I'm, I'm like teary eyed. Oh my god. Well, don't but, cry for me, Argentina. I mean, I'm not it's crying. I'm just, well, I'm inspired. You know? I'm just Thank like, you. I was already Thank inspired you. by you, but now I'm like over the well, moon. Well, Mary too. I mean, it's not for Mary. There is no me. That's gold. Yeah. That's gold. Yep. But you are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett with the amazing and wonderful. And I think Mary's here in spirit. <laughs> she certainly is. She already sent me the shopping list, you know. All right, Superstar, when you're done with the radio show, go shopping. Uh, honey, do. Uh, so I'm here with Mary and Sandy Sarawi. <laughs> we are live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877 877- 900-1077. And I am blown away by your story. You know, I knew you had a phenomenal story, but this is just, I'm just blown away. We'll be right back after a short break. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. And you've called back just in time. Let's hop over to the other line with Wanda Ellett so she can go over all the career, networking, and resume building advice you need to succeed in your career. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Sandy, oh my God! Uh, yeah, we're clapping because uh, we heard Bobby's voice on the uh, on the comeback. <laughs> I was talking, oh, that's Bobby's voice. Our our producer, he has uh, laryngitis today. So, <laughs> and I was telling him, but Sandy, oh my gosh, uh, this yeah. this has been you've blown me away. And uh, do you have any last bits of wisdom? Wisdom. Um, this I, has you know just what? been such an amazing time. Well, thank you. I feel like I, we just sat down and I'm just blown away. I know. Listen, I'm ha- first of all, I had a great time and I'm having fun. And I thank you for that. And that should be the way it always is. Um, I don't know if it's wisdom. I, I think experience, uh, because experience can be very expensive. Um, what I would want to say is this, that, you know, we we stared into the abyss, as they say in mm-hmm. Wall Street, the movie. Um, and, and we figured out how to come back from that. And, uh, I credit my parents. I credit my dad. I also credit my mom. My mom is like, um, a real bounce back artist. Like my mom has been through it in her life as well. And so she was a great role model for me and her husband, Alan, as well. Um, you know, they, they went through their tough times. So I had kind of a model to look at, Mm. uh, and I referenced them all the time mentally. Like as I'm going through things in my life, I always reference them, uh, and how they were able to bounce back and they bounce back in such a big way. Uh, I want people out there to understand that, you know, it's never the end unless you decide it's the end. Exactly. My dad used to say that. Uh, yeah. But I, my mom used to say, like, this is what my mom was. Oh, she always says, you may be down, but you're not out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> my father-in-law, Bud, uh, God bless him, one of his favorite songs, Tub Thumping. I get back down, but I get up again. I mean, that, that's, that's got to be the song you hear in your head when you're yeah. going through something difficult. Uh, we talk about this a lot on my podcast, The Six. Uh, we talk about, you know, journeys that people go on in their life uh, and their ability to bounce back from, you know, difficult times. Uh, but I want people to know out there that, you know, you're going to have to start over again and sometimes again. Well, some people are blessed that they just they're just kind of go through. But that's their journey and that's their swim lane yeah. and that's what it looks like. And that's that's, you know, they learn the lessons that they were supposed to, to yeah. learn. But I think people uh, and not to say that they're not great and that they haven't lived a rich and fulfilled life. Sure. But I think people of your ilk uh, to go into the depths of an abyss and then to come back is is a greatness and an honor. And it's 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 a path. Not many strong. You know, if it's you have gift. to be it's a gift. You have to be freaking a warrior beast to be able to get do- knocked down like low and then to climb with every bit of grit. Yeah. 
Yeah, you have to. There's a great book out there called Grit by Angela Duckworth, and I loved the book because it spoke to the masses. Mm-hmm. You know, that that percentage of the population that you're talking about that, that you know, they, they found their lane early and they stayed in their lane and they've enjoyed success. And I'm happy for those yeah, folks. Yeah, me too. But for people like you and I, and like so many other people out there, it ain't that easy. No. Uh, but here's here's a little secret. It's not supposed to be. Yeah. It's just not supposed to be. So you don't ask why. That's a waste of time. Uh, the question is, what? What am I going to do next? And who am I? Mm-hmm. And those are the kind of things that I like to help folks think about and find their way through the challenges or find their way through to higher levels of success. Uh, and so, yeah, because I really believe that you go down, but when you come back up, like when you finally get to that that point, like you'll you'll surpass where you were. Yeah, yeah. And you don't even realize you're going to surpass it, but you have to have that faith. Yes. That blind faith, you will surpass, and you'll be bigger and better than you ever ever were. Yeah, and the origin for your motivation uh, and your ambition has to be internal. It can't be because of what other people are thinking or what other people or are person. doing. Yeah, exactly. Your ambition and the motivation and the strength has to come from the inside, and that's. Uh, that sounds kind of hokey and ethereal, but the truth is, is that's how it works. You know, getting clarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy Double D says it all the time, like getting clear on stuff. When you get that mental clarity where you see what it is that you were meant to do, when you find that out, like that, that's magic. That's your gift. That's that's what you're supposed to share with yeah, the world. Yeah, that is the gift. And that's what you I was know? referring to and before. And that's the, the gift you're supposed to share with the world. Fact. You don't hold it. There's an abundance. Yeah, you get no out doubt. there. You share it. You help other people. And yeah. it's not always about you. Sometimes when you're out there giving to others, giving back to others, that's where you get your greatest gifts too. Yeah. You know, it's very, very true. Well, it is. And, and it's funny because I had so much help along the way. Uh, I, I think about like uh, my, my dear friend introduced me to my wife. She was also the controller at our dealership, and she still does work for me today, uh, work with me, I should say. She actually keeps me, uh, you know, on the straight and skinny. Uh, But Regina Kinsella was like one of those people in my life that helped me. She continues to help me to this day. Um, You know, there's so many folks that are out there that that were like bumpers for me on that that bowling lane of life and kept me out of the gutter. And, you know, folks There's that no are out clue, there. Like we were telling, we were talking, having a conversation with Bobby, our producer, during one of the breaks. And it was just like, he's like, oh, I ran. I, I accidentally networked with this guy. Yeah. And it was like, we were like both saying, there are no clean kiddings. no clean <laughs> Yeah, no accidents, no clean kiddings, man. It's kismet. It's the way it was meant to be. And I, I you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not a Bible thumper. And for those yeah. of you that are, I'm, Even though it's Sunday you. morning, that's and what I is, say. Yeah, like, exactly. it's Sunday morning. I, I am going to Mass today at 615, <laughs> Father Stephen, in case you're listening. But, uh, but the truth is that. I believe that that God or that higher spirit, that higher presence, however yeah. you whoever, believe, allows yeah, you to understand you. it, uh, does place people in our lives and, and events in our path that help us uh, to find out who the hell we really are. Yeah. Right. Because and if that's it may not happen question. today, you may not learn the lesson today. Like you said, you were in the bumper. They, kept, they gave you the baby bumpers. Yeah, that's <laughs> in it. That alley. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you may not learn the lesson today because, you know, you're not ready. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody. It'll come back. Yeah. They run up to the to the line. They tow the line. They look to throw the ball down the lane and they all want to knock down 10 pins the first yeah. time they roll the ball. Yeah. Let's try with one. Yeah. Like, let's knock down. If we got to throw 10 balls down the, the, the alley to get the 10 pins down, then do that. Yeah. Right. Understand that it's not a, 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 um, a sprint, what we're doing here. This is a lifelong marathon yeah. that you're running. And so you want to be able to understand uh, the importance of sometimes you got to do it one pin at a time. Yep. You know, and, and, and you know, it's just you just got to keep going, get up. And every day, like my mom used to say, she was like, you know, every day. Well, her, I would say this to her. 
every day you get to be the best version of yourself. You Bingo. get another shot at it. Even the best version of yourself at that moment yeah. in time. Because every Today. one of us has those days where we just don't feel it. Yeah. Um, and you still have to keep persisting and persevering through it. There's a great book out there, and uh, some of your listeners may know it. It's Think and Grow Rich by yep. Napoleon Hill. Oh. Chapter nine is persistence, you yeah. know, the ability to continue on. Even though you're not having your best day, keep doing it. Yeah, the goal, where he was just like inches from gold. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know? Three Feet from Gold is another great book, uh, true story, by the way. Um, that That's something I do want to mention, uh, to be honest with you, Juan, is that I, I joked around about my high school and college career, and it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I can joke around about it so effectively. But I discovered the joy of learning later on in my life. Uh, my buddy Joe Barricato, who's a... Um, uh, our Jersey Shore rock star and a legend. He's a very <laughs> cool guy, a very smart guy. Uh, was a U.S. postal carrier for years, but he taught me so many valuable lessons. He he introduced me to the great Jim Rohn, uh, one wow. of my favorites. I've got two guys that, that um, occupy completely different spaces in the world, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and, and Jim Rohn, two, two guys that I uh, devour their content on, on a regular basis, and it helps me learn so I can go and demonstrate and share and, and teach others. Um, but you know, plugging something good into your ears every day, I think is a, a great food. first it's step food for your mind. It absolutely. I There's call food. vitamins for yeah. the mind. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. Food for your mind. And you have to go, I know we got to go one minute. Yeah. Oh my God. So how can people get in touch with you? I have to do my clothes. Uh, no worries. So oh easiest way to get God. in touch with me is I'm on all of the social media platforms and you just search Sandy Cerami, S A N D Y C E R A M I. Um, you know, I'm happy to connect, would love to connect with anybody and everybody on social media. I think yeah. it's a great way to, uh, podcast, to help. Everything's and my podcast is uh, on all of the, the platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, Stitcher, and it's called The Six. Uh, and we'd love for you to listen and engage and, and shoot us some questions. We're on YouTube as well. Yeah. Uh, just search my name. Wow. Thank you. I, I, I'm getting the signal. So in closing to learn, this has been amazing. It's really, I'm blown away. In closing to learn how you can gain more information on how to manage your career, take a tour of the on-demand library on 1077thebronc.com, where we have over uh, six years worth of shows on every aspect of job transition and career management. You can listen to us anywhere as you can download the 1077 The Bronx free iPhone or Android apps from the App Store. You simply search WRRC1 or WRRC2. And we would love to hear from you during the week. You can check out and like our Facebook pages, Your Career is Calling, G45 Consulting, and you can check out my website, G45 Consulting, where you can learn more about the Secret Mentor Society and the Secret Mentor Society Bootcamp. If you're having challenges with your job search, it's a 10-day intensive course that has proven to drive results for alumni. There are seats available for the March class later this this month. Uh, So if you'd like to join me, I really would love to have you. And you can connect to me on LinkedIn or send me an email at wanda at g45consulting.com. We would like to thank our producer, um, Bobby Negoescu, and the Bronx General manager, John Moses, for another fantastic job. Special thanks to our underwriters, G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press, and Ryder University's Office of Career Development and Success for making this hour possible. We cannot do this hour without their support, and we appreciate you, our listeners. We know how difficult it is to manage your career and your business, and we really thank you for listening in on this Sunday morning. Remember, own your career and keep networking alive, and I'm going to be here next week with another fantastic guest. Have a great week.
Thank you for tuning in to this presentation of Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett from G45 Consulting, only on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda will be back again next Sunday at 8 a.m. with more great guests and incredible career advice to help you start or further your career. If you wanted to listen to this show or any other show from Your Career is Calling, you can tune in on 1077thebronc.com under the Your Career is Calling tab. Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Ryder University. We hope that the next time that phone rings, you pick it up with Your Career is Calling, only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Thanks for all the advice. See you next time.